after doing that, it opened up the whole world of money to me. It really helped me see the possibilities of money. And what's really important here is that you don't need to be ready. You don't need to know all of the facts. You just have to dive in. You're listening to Financial Grown Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown Up. And you know what? Being a grown up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hey, financial grown up friends. We are going global here at Financial Grown Up to Italy for this episode. Virtually, of course. It is a podcast. Come on, guys. You know we weren't really going. Tess Wicks from Wander Wealthy is our guest. You may know her from her blog, her podcast, and her super fun and honestly, extremely informative and educational YouTube channel, all under the brand Wander Wealthy. She moved to Italy for love, but she's also building her own entrepreneurial venture, which we talk about in our interview. Tess is someone that I've been impressed with for quite some time from afar. And I was really excited to get to talk to her about her proactive approach to investing and to creating systems so that we can all stay on track to meet our financial goals. Very appropriate for the beginning of the year. Even if you do something you never plan to do, like move to Europe. No excuses, just different opportunities. Here is Tess Wicks. Hey, Tess Wicks, you're a financial grown-up. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Bobby. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I am excited that you are here because I am such a fan of Wander Wealthy, which is your brand. It is on YouTube where you are so, I'm sorry to use this term, but you're so adorable. (laughs) And you have money tips that even I don't know, which is truly brilliant. And of course, you have your podcast. So congratulations on it all. Thank you so much. It's really wonderful to hear coming from you, someone who's been on TV, now doing radio podcast stuff. Well, you are a natural at all of it. And you have so many great things in the works. And I'm going to give a little teaser after your money story and everyday money tip. We're going to give everyone a sneak peek to something new that they can be a part of. But first, let's get to your money story, which is really appropriate because here we are. We're taping this in January. This has been a very stressful and a bit of a roller coaster ride for anyone that is interested in investing and the stock market. And it's something that even I find a bit overwhelming, whether or not to put new money in, what to do with the money that you have. Your money story has to do with a big decision you made to just get started. Go for it. Yes, absolutely. So I started investing right out of college. And that to me felt late because I was majoring in actuarial science and finance in college. So I was like supposed to be the money expert here, supposed to know my stuff. And I remember even going through my portfolio investing class in college. I think it was my senior year. It was full of just guys and they all seemed like they knew what they were doing. And I was so confused. But I knew that investing was something that people did, especially wealthy people. And, you know, someone I really looked up to, well, first when I was younger was my brother, who is seven years older than me. And he started investing when he was 12. So I was like very behind (laughs) compared to him. And I would ask my dad all the time about investing. And 
he would kind of try to explain it to me while we were driving in his truck and I just never could get it. And then of course college happened. And then I started looking up to Warren Buffett because one of my professors made us read like every single one of his letters to shareholders for Berkshire Hathaway. So if you know anything about Warren Buffett, then you're probably a fan too. Right. He is all about value investing. We'll leave some links to how people can learn more about value investing in Warren Buffett. Yes. So I actually remember I'm sitting in, we have like this little TV room that all the kids would pile into. I, I'm one of four when I was little and I'm sitting there after college and I'm about, about to leave on a big kind of around, not around the world, but I was going to go on a trip to New Zealand to like be by myself solo traveling the world. And I was like, but I know there's something I need to do first. And that was to make my first investment. And I had no idea where to start. All I knew was like wealthy people invested. I kind of asked my brother how to open up an investment account. And he was just like, oh, just choose one, you know, Schwab or Vanguard, like whatever. I basically knew that I needed to invest in or I thought what would be good and smart for me at the time was to invest in some sort of like index mimicking exchange traded fund or a mutual fund. So those were all all that I knew. And the thing and the reason I wanted to tell this story is because I just did it. I didn't even know what the stock market looked like at the time. I didn't know a lot about investing, but I just did it. I was 22 years old and I just did it. After doing that, it opened up the whole world of money to me. It really helped me see the possibilities of money. And what's really important here is that you don't need to be ready. You don't need to know all of the facts. You just have to dive in. And especially when you're young, you have that time. What was the one thing that happened that finally sort of pulled the trigger on it for you? There wasn't one thing except this buildup of pressure of saying, I'm supposed to know this stuff. And so I'm just going to do it so I can get that experience. And maybe once I get the experience, I'll figure it out after that. And did you put systems in place? Did you put in any kind of automatic investing, dollar cost averaging? What's been your general system since then? Okay. Well, at that time, no. I just, I had saved up a chunk of money from my internship during school and was like, I know this is enough to open an account. So I'm going to go. And at that time, nothing. I literally let that investment stay put and I never really touched it until maybe two or three years later. But in that two or three year time frame, you know, after I got back from my summer trip and I started my work full time, my brother, you know, the investing guru had told me about robo advisors and I actually opened a robo advisor account. And then I started regularly investing in that along with, of course, my 401k through my employer. So I was taking advantage of dollar cost averaging, which is just investing kind of on a regular basis. Once a month, I think was my timeline. And I had set a couple of goals because with robo advisors, you can do that as well. I knew I wanted to invest for the long term because I want to be really rich in a 20, 30, 40 years. And I had, I think I wanted to like buy a, an investment property. I was very future oriented <laughs> when I was 22. So that's what I did. And what is your takeaway for our listeners, especially those who are kind of sitting here kind of knowing like you did that they should be investing, but they're watching the market and they're thinking, well, I don't want to put money into a market that keeps going down. As we're taking me, I have a screen to the side of me and the market is down today again. Yes. Okay. So first of all, Anything you want to do when it comes to money or anything else, you never are going to feel ready. You just have to jump in. So that's my one, like number one of that is just, you just kind of have to suck it up. But if you're looking at the market specifically, something that I realized, and there's a lot of historical data and 
um, different reports that you can kind of look up about this is that if you miss, I think it's 10 or 20 of the best trading days in the market in like a 15 year increment, your returns get cut significantly. The thing is, we don't know when those best trading days are going to be. It could be literally tomorrow. So if you get in today, you can capture a really great trading day tomorrow. But we don't know when that's going to happen. So the best time to get invested is when you just have money and you are financially capable to be invested, meaning you have an emergency savings fund, your high interest debt is being taken care of, hopefully paid off, and now you're you feel financially ready to put some money into the market. And the younger you are, the better because the longer time frame you have to maybe have those investments lose a little bit of money and then maybe make some money. And of course, at the end of the day, the trend has historically been upwards. So if you can do that, you should be okay. Your everyday money tip is genius because you, for those folks who don't know that much about you, you moved across the world to Italy for love. And when you move, you can't bring everything. But that's a good thing when it comes to your everyday money tip. Go for it. Yes. My everyday money tip is to create a capsule wardrobe. Or if you want to be more general, you can just downsize, whether it's your wardrobe or the things in your house. Even if you have a lot of space for stuff, I find that when we downsize and we really you know, make it a high priority to find things that we love to keep in our home, we're then able to save more money by setting some really high requirements for what we bring into our lives. And it just makes you way more aware about the things you already have, how you can make good use of them. And when you feel like you're tempted to spend, you'll probably second guess a lot of time and then you won't necessarily spend as much money. Which is a good thing, especially when so many pieces are in motion. You have a new program starting this winter that I think is a really innovative approach to what we just talked about, to investing and to making sure to put yourself and your future and the money you'll have in the future as a priority. Tell us more about the Invested program. Yes. So the Invested program is a six-module program where I give you the information that you need, but also the steps that you can take and implement in your life to create a personalized prudent investment strategy for yourself. Now, I'm a big index investor kind of girl. I like to base my investment strategy off of research, especially Nobel Prize winning research and theories that have worked in the past. You're so intense, Tess. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, keep going. Oh my gosh. That's what I like to teach because I want people to feel confident that they know what they're doing. Because I think what holds us back a lot of times, especially when it comes to investing, is it is just way overcomplicated by the media, by a lot of people on Wall Street, even by like your, your great uncle Gary. You know, you think, oh my gosh, I can never figure out what's going to be good or what's going to be bad. And it's it's scary when things are unclear and when you don't have that confidence. So in the program, I really try to fuel people with confidence and give them the things they need to know and how investing can actually be really easy. And then on top of that, I have a live kind of like bonus module where you get to watch me invest twice a week from, you know, here till in the future. So you can see me putting the strategies I teach into action. And I think that really helps people gain confidence and see that it really does work. Well, and it also 
gives you the confidence that even though the market can be such a roller coaster, that doesn't mean you can't control your investments and still make it work for you. Exactly. And there's obviously very important criteria that you'll put in place for yourself to meet your needs. Love that. And I love the fact that you do so much of the research behind the scenes and then filter it down and then deliver exactly what people need to know and not everything. Because as you say, sometimes things are made so complicated that we just can't get it done. It's just not happening because there's too much. Yes, absolutely. All right, Tess, tell us where we can learn more about the Invested Program and you and Wander Wealthy and all the things. Yes. So you can find all of my content at wanderwealthy.com. There's links to my YouTube channel, to the podcast. And if you want to learn more about the Invested Program, it's actually going to be officially launching early February, but you can get into, I have a free investing bootcamp. It's 10 days, you get eight emails and we start getting you into the investing world. And you can go to wanderwealthy.com slash invest to sign up. I love that. And I love that you feel like you're part of a team and a group and that gets you motivated because sometimes in the new year, when we have all of these goals, we need that. We need to feel that accountability. Yes. All right, Tess Wicks, thank you so much. Love it all. I'll keep watching Wander Wealthy and I love your podcast and I'm excited to see the Invested program. Thank you. Thanks so much, Bobby. All right, friends, let's get right to it. Here is my take Financial grown up tip number one time is only on your side if you actually start the clock. Now, this is one clock we all want to be ticking. Saving money is not enough. As Tess points out, there is never going to be an obvious time to start investing. So you have to start. Make sure to invest the money that you have allocated to investing. No sitting on the sidelines forever. You can wait a little. I would say, if you're cautious, dollar cost invest averaging everything out to smooth the ups and downs. That means putting a set amount of money into the market at set intervals so that you don't get the highs and lows. You also don't get all the highs when you're avoiding the lows, but so be it. The point is, start the clock, start the timer, get going, just like Tess says. Financial grown-up tip number two. I love that Tess talked about downsizing our stuff, and most of us have too much. That's the truth of it which is so appropriate given that many of us are watching the Marie Kondo show on tidying up on Netflix. Just because you have enough space for more stuff and you're not going abroad like Tess's doesn't mean that you need to buy and keep things to fill all the space. Make sure you know where things are. That's something I have a hard time with myself. Even though I live in an apartment, I put things away in a safe place and then I don't know where they are. And then you know what happens? You can't find it and you buy another one. And then what happens? You find the original item. So let's all work towards getting past that and only having the things that we want, need, or see a need for realistically in the future, getting more organized so we don't buy things we already have. I would love to hear from you about your experience, your first experience investing, or if it hasn't happened yet, what is keeping you from it and how can we all get started finding our starting line and getting things going? Be in touch on all the socials, on Instagram at BobbyRebel1, on Twitter at BobbyRebel. My Facebook page is BobbyRebel, and you can email me at hello at financialgrownup.com. And by the way, I mentioned my Facebook page because something interesting is happening on Facebook, specifically Facebook Live, with a new project that I have been alluding to a little bit here. I've talked about it a couple times, but if you have not already, please check out 
my new podcast, a second podcast, Financial Grownups Not Going Anywhere. It is called Money in the Morning. It is with my dear friend, Joe Selcihai. You may know him from Stacking Benjamin's Fame. We tape live on the Stacking Benjamin's Facebook page at iStackBenjamin's, and there is audience participation. So I hope you guys will join us. We read your comments live, and it's a really, really fun thing to do. If you have some time, we're going to start posting a specific schedule in advance there, and I'll also be sure to share it on my socials as well. And big thanks to the inspiring Tess Wicks of Wander Wealthy for helping us all get one step closer to being financial grownups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.